Hi, welcome to our study of Song of Songs. Today we're looking at chapter 7, Working with Christ. In chapter 6, what we saw was she wasn't prepared and, and she wasn't ready to help her people. So she needed to leave and get herself prepared. She's left and now she's prepared and now she's back and Christ is looking at her and he's complimenting her because now he sees how ready she is. And right off the bat he says, how beautiful are your feet in sandals. Romans 10:15. how will they preach unless they're sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. That's why her feet are beautiful. She's ready. She shod her feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That's so important for us to teach new Christians to be able to share the gospel with other people. But we need to prep them. We need to study with them. We can't just send people out into the field. They have to be ready. Oh, Prince's daughter. Prince is not in there. The better translation, the more understandable is noble. Oh, noble daughter. She's noble because she's been adopted into God's family. She's a, she, we are of the chosen race, the royal priesthood. We are noble people, and he recognizes that. The curves of your hips are like jewels, the work of the hands of an artist. Well, the artist is Christ. And the curves of our hips is the things in which we do. You will be nursed, you will be carried on the hip and fondled on the knee as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. So what he's saying there is he's describing the church and how the church is going to help people when they come in and comfort them. Ephesians 4.28, steal no longer. You must labor performing with your own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with one who has need. You need to use your means into helping other people. Be supportive. Bear one another's burdens. In Galatians 6, 2, the burdens is your, you know, things that are happening in your life. Not carry your load. Your load is your mortgage. Your load is that kind of a work. I can't help you with that, but I can help you with burdens. And I need to be prepared to help people with their burdens. I need to be supportive of the brethren. Your navel, like a round goblet. We are a garden locked and we are a spring sealed up. We've got an ample supply of the word of God, which will never disappear. Whoever drinks of the water I give him, shall never, he shall never thirst, but the water I give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life, which never lacks mixed wine. So not only do we, are we a well of living water, but we're streams flowing from Lebanon. It's, it's the teachings of the world with the gospel. I'm not saying we're watering down the gospel. No, don't get me wrong. But when you look at the tree of knowledge of good and evil, right, there's good and there's evil. We know the difference and we need to understand what's good in this world and bring it in and help to explain the scriptures. Jesus used an awful lot of things of this world to teach parables and, and that's what we need to do as well. There's nothing wrong with that. And in Colossians 4 verse 6 says, Let your speech always be with grace, as though seasoned with salt, so you will know how you should respond to each person. We're not just constantly out there just uh, quoting scriptures, but in our daily walk, we're throwing the scriptures in and talking about God when we're talking to people about other things. And that's how we need to be. Never lacking mixed wine. Your belly like a heap of wheat fenced with lilies. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. Wheat makes bread. And she now is full of the word of God. She's been feeding well. 
and fenced about with lilies. The lilies are the brethren, and they're coming, and they're, they're studying, and they're together. They like being together. One of the most important things that I teach in the church is that brethren need to get together with brethren. Studies, two, three, four people together, sitting around the table, sharing the word of God. That's what they did in the first century, day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple, breaking bread, house to house, taking meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart. They're studying the Old Testament and they're discovering things and they're sharing that which they're discovering and it's exciting. The Word of God needs to be exciting. You're two breasts like two fawns. How approachable are you? Like two fawns? The Lord's bondservant, not quarrelsome, kind to all, able to teach, patient when wrong, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition. You need to be approachable. Twins of a gazelle shows that, well, the gazelle is the um, bridegroom, the Christ, and he is the Word of God, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and you've been born through the living and enduring Word of God. So you've been born by God, by Christ, through the Word. And it's interesting in chapter 4 or 5, he had added, which feeds among the lilies, but that's not here, right? Now she's mature. Now she is prepared to feed others. Her belly, we see she's feeding the church. Her, her breasts are ready to feed the lost, the world. Your neck, an ivory tower. The Tower of David is what we saw before, a man after God's own heart. But now it's an ivory tower. You're not a rubbernecker turning and looking at all the crazy things in this world. You're focused. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he can please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Stay true to and stay focused on the work you've been called to accomplish. Your eyes, like the pools of Heshbon by the gate of Bath Rabin. Heshbon means reckoning, the settlement of an account. Jesus paid the price. He purchased us with his own blood. You settle the account in the waters of baptism, the pools in Heshbon. And bath means daughter, rabim means multitudes, the gate of the daughter of multitudes. We're there to reach out to absolutely everybody to help them come into the body of Christ. Go make disciples of all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and in the Holy Spirit. That's your eyes, always focused on an opportunity to reach out to somebody. The nose is always looking for the trouble, like a tower of Lebanon which faces towards Damascus. Jesus said, what I say to you, I say to all, be on the alert. Be on the alert, Paul says, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. Your nose is always sniffing out that spiritual trouble that's coming, especially in your own life. Don't be falling asleep to the truth, stay active. Your head crowns you like Carmel. Carmel is a, a fruit garden. That's what it means. It's the garden with fruit trees. That's what he described her as way back in Galatians or in Song of Solomon chapter 4. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness. So what he's saying is your face, your countenance radiates love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness. Right? You will know them by their fruits. And when you're with people, it doesn't take long in the conversation to know how godly they are, how much love, joy, and peace is in their conversation, or how much ha anger, hatred, and disdain that they have. You need to remember, in your first time you're meeting people, 
They're going to remember you by the, your conversation. And the flowing locks of your head, purple, which represents royalty, chosen race, adopted to God's family. You're a child of the king. Act like one. Make him proud. The king is captivated by your tresses, by your hair. Your hair is your thoughts and intentions. What have you done with your hair? It's kind of like your imagination. What are you doing to bring glory to God? You're bringing your thoughts and intentions into line to help other people to see God living in you. How beautiful you are and how delightful you are, my love, with all your charms, your refined taste, your behaviors. Jesus says, truly, truly, I say, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Greater than these he will do because I go to, the, we'll do greater works than Christ. And he's excited about that. We're using our imagination. Seniors making furniture and blankets for people in trouble, drilling wells in third world countries, orphanages in, in third world countries. People are out there busy doing things. So what have we seen? Now she's ready to work with Christ and he recognizes that. And as you go down through this list, the, the feet, the hips, the navel, your own personal body parts, just think about what they represent here and it'll help you to, am I prepared with the gospel? Do I always have mixed wine like Daniel who had the worldly knowledge from the University of Nebuchadnezzar with the godly wisdom and was 10 times smarter than anybody else? Am I always ready with my means to help people? Am I there to help feed the brethren in case there's no Sunday school teacher? Can I feed the lost with Genesis, Exodus, Daniel? Am I focused on pleasing God, seeking the lost, always alert, radiating love? There's an awful lot that's in here for us to think about. Are my charms working? Good works for the world to see? Christ in me? You think about it. Thank you for watching.